Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's happening this week on your favorite soap operas? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, recaps, and interviews with your favorite daytime stars. Now, here's Dan. Hey there, soap fans. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and we are back live this week to kick off our daytime Emmy coverage. And what a way to get things started this week because we have two guests, and both of them are outstanding lead actress winners. If you would like to follow along with today's discussion, you may want to head over to SoapCentral.com slash Emmys. There you'll be able to follow along with who's been nominated this year, and you'll also be to check, uh, able to check out a list of all of the previous winners of Daytime Emmys, dating all the way back for the last 38 years. Of course, the Daytime Emmys will be held June 19th in Las Vegas, the show will be broadcast live on CBS, and of course, there will be live coverage on SoapCentral.com. We'll be tweeting, all kinds of good stuff, so you'll definitely want to stay tuned for all of the Emmy craziness that follows. Now, my first guest is a two-time daytime Emmy winner for her work as Lily on As the World Turns. She's nominated for another Emmy this year, but it's not for her work on the soaps. She's nominated as the executive producer of the web series Gotham. She'll also be a presenter at the Creative Arts Emmys, and word on the street is that later on in the show, she'll have a big announcement about her next project. Of course, I'm talking about the amazing Martha Burns, so let's welcome her back here to the show. Martha, welcome back to Soap Central Live. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Well, congratulations. I'm wonderful. I, I, I'd imagine you've got to be over the moon with a, an Emmy nomination for Gotham. I have to say it's pretty cool. Um, it, it's, again, you know, you do these little, pro- I say little, but it's, it wasn't a little project, but you do these passion projects, and you really do them because of the love of the genre and what you're doing, and to have something like this happen and have the not recognize these shows as um in the industry, it's, just, it's a step in the right direction. Let's put it that way. I want to ask a little bit about the work in a second, but first I have to find out, does it feel different being nominated as the executive producer of Gotham than it did when you were nominated for individually acting? Absolutely. I think you know, playing Rose and Lily and, and the day-to-day that goes into that and the hours and the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into that. As a performer, you're hired, you're a hired hand. You know, you're, that's your job. And when you're executive producer of any project, everything falls on your lap, all the mistakes, all the, uh, the ups and the downs that go into something like that. And it being a learning process for me, never having done anything like that before, there's a lot more um, 
it's not pressure because that's not the I'm, I don't I don't deal with pressure. I, I choose not to. It's more of a uh, thirst of, for knowledge that I really wanted to learn so badly. Um, so when something like this happens, I, I really feel it's more for the the genre of these web series, you know, short format independent projects. To me, it's a victory for them, for anybody that's coming in the future. It's, uh, and the WGA has done the same thing. I mean, they've given opportunity for our shows to be represented by the WGA, to get, us, to get awards from the WGA. It's, uh, it shows that the, the industry sees potential in the future of these projects. So that, to me, is a real victory. Um, again, it's wonderful, and it's great, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But to me, it's more about the next guy that comes along who has passion for something and it might get recognized and it's, it's just wonderful. It's a great thing. I have to ask going into this, were there any things that popped up along the way that you didn't expect? Uh, I mean, in terms of your vision for maybe how easy it might be to put together a web series and then the reality of what it really was like once you started doing it. No, I, I you know, again, having been in the business for so long and, and I knew the undertaking that it would be, and I knew it was a big, um, big idea, but uh, why not? I'm not? I'm afraid of nothing. You know, I, I feel like throw your hat in the ring, see what happens. And it, I learned, again, so much, and so much has changed even from when we first did the show as far as how much um, money you can save and how you can do things a little cheaper and uh, how much... Mm, you can do in a shorter amount of time. Like, there's a lot of things have evolved even since we first started doing it, and that's been interesting to me. I'm I'm, I'm curious about that, and I've always wanted to be on the other side of the camera in, in daytime, and I, I've always found like I have something to contribute, and this is a great way to do it and learn. So now I have something under my belt. Again, in the industry, is it respected as far as getting the job on daytime to, to be a producer? Or I don't think that's the case. I don't think it's going to open doors in any way, shape, or form. Unfortunately, for me to come into, uh, you know, as they say, sit in the back row in the soap opera booth and help produce a show, um, I wish it did. But what it does is it's, uh, again, opening doors for future projects for daytime soap actors, soap projects. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, that's the most exciting thing about the whole um, Emmy nomination and recognition. And to me, that's... Uh, that's a success. That's a, that's a win. Well, for fans out there who like and love Gotham, what is the future of Gotham? Well, I don't know. I mean, again, I'm investing more time and money into something that you want to, again, continue is if, if there was an endless amount of funds, wouldn't we all do many, many episodes? And having invested, and Lisa Brown as well, you know, a significant amount of money into the project out of, again, passion for it and belief in it, we really want to have someone come and support the project so that we can do more episodes. Um, and there's always been interest. There's, you know, and again, this is not just talk because why? Do, why would I do that? I, there's definitely been people that have come around and kind of sniffed around about, you know, what's your budget? What do you want to do? And uh, we wrote a 60 episode arc for the show, just like a long term bible. Uh, we mm-hmm. have we've budgeted for 60 episodes of the show for television. You know, we're ready to go into production when the right people come along to take that next step. And we need sponsors. You know, we need people who believe in the future of soap opera, scripted drama, to 
uh, support us. And, and as you know, that is not the first check people are going to write these days, yeah. unfortunately. Well, and that's how Gotham came about in the first place. You know, I pitched it as a pilot. I wrote it with my friend, my, somebody I worked with at Azure World Turns, Alex Rolfig, and we wrote a pilot and for Gotham, and I shopped it. And the whole the word temperature, as I learned in the business, came around. Well, the temperature for soap operas is not is kind of mild right now, and mm. and uh, that's why we did it. And Lisa and I did it as a web series because we weren't getting anywhere. I wasn't getting anywhere as far as trying to get it produced as a pilot for television. Well, you mentioned the temperature being mild for soap operas. This is, yeah. I'd imagine it's a bittersweet year. This is the last year of eligibility for As the World Turns at the Emmys. Right. It's probably going to end up being the, the last official year of eligibility for All My Children, One Life to Live as shows collectively since they won't be in active production next year. Uh, I mean, how? what is the daytime industry to do when they, everyone is saying that nobody is interested in soaps, but yet soap fans are saying, yes, we are, yes, we are? Well, here's the thing. is When it comes to business, you know, and again, I'm probably a broken record on this. The business end of it, I, I see it. You know, I understand the financial uh, rewards of minimizing cost and production. And there needed to be a change many, many years ago as far as the expense of these shows. Um, and it didn't happen. So you're playing, you're playing catch-up, you know, 10 years later cutting you know, extremes, you're doing extreme things to cut budgets and as opposed to a slow um, adjustment, you know, whether it means, and I've said this before, you know, again, I'm, I sound like a broken record, but, you know, two people sitting at a table talking is very cheap <laughs> to shoot. Mm -hmm. um, I'll tell you this, though, it's, when, when you're dealing with unions, there's a certain expense no matter what has to go out. No matter what, you can't shoot a, a, a television show on a network station like a soap opera that's been union for 40, 50 years, and then all of a sudden say, you know what, we're going to not do it union. So right there, um, you, you have, there's an expense, and there's a reason for that expense. The union guys, they're amazing, they've worked hard, they, earn the, they deserve their pay. Um, so I think 10 years ago, possibly, there should have been some sort of adjustment. Whatever that is, I don't know. But, um, I, again, Monday morning quarterbacking, is, <laughs> anybody can do that. Uh, yeah. But we were talking about this. You know, we would sit in the makeup room and, and talk about this, God knows, ad nauseum, about changes that needed to be made so that they would stick around in storytelling, in budgets, in um, uh, so many things that were, we saw happening right in front of us that we knew it was ending. We knew it would come to an end based on choices that were made. And uh, trust me, the backstage um, groups, from the crew to the cast, is we knew, we knew, we knew, we knew that there was going, this was going to be a disaster as certain choices that were made, um, and it ended up being true. Um, so I have to ask though, why do you think didn't these changes happen? Is it as some fans and conspiracy theorists say that the networks wanted the soaps to go away? Was it that maybe people no, didn't know how conscious, to make? I don't think it's a conscious decision. I think I think there's this. It, it's when you've when you've been used to doing something as far as your spending. If, if a show has been used to spending X amount of dollars, it's very difficult for them to backtrack. It's not, some, it's not a choice you really want to make. So you may end up moving money somewhere else or doing, spending it on X, Y, and Z, and the, 
it's almost like ignoring it it won't it'll just go away you know and not addressing it head on um i think there was a certain idea that people knew that it was fading but there needed to be drastic measures done to extend the length of these these shows and to um keep them around and mm-hmm. those changes did not occur before and i'm sure there are different reasons in each situation in every situation mm-hmm. every executive producer boss whoever everybody had their reasons for uh not doing it and hoping that the re- you know the, the ratings would go up or that would solve the problems you know sometimes choices were made to increase ratings and that worked or it didn't you know i think certain some people were more proactive with it and more uh came from a positive place as far as wanting them to stay mm-hmm. and others not so much so um, there's a lot of cooks in those kitchens, you know. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of people go behind those choices. That's a lot of, a lot of information that goes around. Um, <laughs> I, I, yes, I, I've, I found that out uh, running my own business and not really having anyone directly to answer to. It's, uh, it's very interesting to go inside and see where all of a sudden there's a hierarchy of people that can and cannot do certain things. Sure. There, I mean, everybody's got a boss, and then that boss has a boss, and that other boss has a boss, and... Uh, it's, it's, um, it's just a reality. It's not, it's just a reality of the business world. And, uh, that's, unfortunately, the passion that comes behind these shows doesn't add up, you know, it doesn't add up on a, on a calculator, which, you know, back in the day, as we say, (laughs) it was all about, about the, the passion and the love of the genre and, and it was doing really well. So everybody loved it, and as soon as things start to change, it uh, it gets broken up in all these different pieces of the pie. And um, I don't know. I, 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 it's taken a long time for this to happen, but again, there's a lot of factors that go into these disasters. <laughs> you know, it's a disaster. It's a sad time when things when things end. Um, Especially, it's something that re- that doesn't need to end, and there's no really reason why you can't be adjusted on some level to make it last. I, I definitely happen. You know, I, I definitely happen. agree with that. Well, one of the things that, outside of the memories that folks will have, that will always live on. Here we are. It's uh, about a year since the last episode of As the World Turns aired, and we have. Some great nominees from As World yes, Turns. We have. Yes. Uh, we'll. I'll get your thoughts on each of them as uh, as we go down the the chain here. We have lead actor, last year's winner, nominated again this year, Michael Park. Yay! Yay! I mean, yay! I love him. You know? I just can't. I can't say enough about him. I, I'm just. Uh, you know. I'm sorry. I'm at my office. Sorry. I'm here. Oh, thank you. Don't lock me in. I appreciate that. Thank you. That's my other job that I do. I have this little company called Showbiz Bootcamp. <laughs> oh, that's. We've, I've seen you Twitter office. about that. I've never had it. I've never had an office. Now I have an office, and I have like, um, like a real job. It's interesting to be an actor and kind of do that, and then produce some stuff. And now I actually kind of run my own company here. So that was the guy making sure that a girl make sure that she doesn't lock me in. Um, <laughs> Well, we can detour back to some of the Emmy stuff in a minute. Just for, for folks who are listening, let's talk about Showbiz Boot Camp. Yes. So I started this 
company, I started a talent kind of development company because I had so many people coming to me saying, you know, my kids want to start the business, and I heard all these horror stories. And I went to um, one of my very dear friends I've known since I was a kid, and, and he had a, as a record company and a publishing company and a television studio and a recording studio in New Jersey. And I came to him and I said, is there anything we can do together? I think we could really help each other. And that's how this showbiz boot camp came about. And um, it's been amazing. I mean, I'm meeting some great kids who are talented and recording songs and writing music and acting. And, and it's really close to my house. And it's, it's just nice to be able to be in my like hometown and kind of give back to where I grew up and what a wonderful experience I had as a child actor to be around people that know what they're doing. Michael Park, Lisa Brown, they come in and teach and uh, some casting directors from CBS. I worked with Allison Renzel, who was a daytime casting person for years, comes in and teaches the kids. And we've got people from record labels that come in and, and talk to the kids and, and they write music. And so it's really uh, inspirational because, again, in the business, you know, we get very jaded as we see these things, especially in daytime, what's going on. Um, you get very upset. You know, it's very hurtful. And you get cynical sometimes. Like, remember the days when it was all about the work and it was all about the scene and you had a great scene and you walked out with hanging, you know, your head held high. And, and you see these kids who are just starting to get that and connect. And it's, it's, it reminds you of why you love to do what you do. So it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. Well, uh, what is the website, the URL, what's the contact information for folks out there who want to check this out? It's showbizbootcamp.com. And it's easy enough. Of Michael Park and him teaching, which are really fun. And, and uh, we have a YouTube channel that's the Showbiz Bootcamp YouTube channel, so you can see what's been going on here. And uh, it's, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. The whole, um, all the class went to see Michael and How to Succeed in Business on Broadway. And... He and the cast stayed afterwards and talked to all the students, and they answered their questions. You know, it's like it's nice after 30 years of doing this in the business to have relationships with people who are successful and who are kind and hmm. answer your call, which is always nice. But Michael's one of those people. I mean, you know, when you go through a lot in this business and you, you have a lot of pain or joy or whatever it is, and at the end of the day, who are the people that are there for you? And Michael's one of those people. He's just... He never says no. He's always like, whatever you want, Mars, let's do it. At what I'm there, you know. I do the same for him, and I hope he goes to Vegas. <laughs> I'm hoping he's going to be there. He better be there. I keep saying, I keep texting him, like, are you coming? Are you going to be there? Because I need my Michael Park. I need my Parky. Um, Aw. Yeah. Yeah, I just adore him. Well, here's an, another name for you, a lead actress nominee, Colleen Zank. Yes, look at that. Good for her. That's awesome. I'm, you know, she's had some rough times, as we all know, you know, and, and yeah. the show was such a big part of her life. It was, it was such a, um, oh, it really, really was her center, you know, her rock. Um, and I know this means so much to her. So it's a joyous moment, you know, and there's not a lot of those left in this, if, with Azrael Turns, obviously. You know, I'm right. bittersweet for her in a lot of ways. It's to represent the show at the end, this last potential Emmys um, is like, I guess, Beth Chamberlain last year was the actress from Guiding Light who was nominated, you know, to be there. It's a, it's always good to have a goodbye. You know, it's always good to have a, some closure on something. And I hope that gives that for her, you know, because I know how important the show has been to her. 
and this makes her very happy, which is great. And she did some amazing work. It was a, a really great episode that she submitted. There were some, you know, there were highs, there were some lows. It was, it was good. really good emotional stuff. Oh, that's great. Well, you know, I'm sure it'll be an emotional night for her. And, uh, you know, who knows? You know, it's, it's, there's so many wonderful actresses and actors and hard workers. And I just, uh, you got to enjoy the moment. You know, whatever you win, lose, whatever it is, you have to enjoy the moment because these moments are fleeting, especially now. Yeah. You have to enjoy them. So I know she will. I know she's bringing her family, and um, I know it means a lot to her. I'm looking forward to seeing her. One other name, we have Julie Pinson. She also was a winner last year. She's up again this year for Supporting Actress. Yes, I always liked Julie. I mean, I've always liked her work on the show, and I've, nev- I mean, I've met her only once um, at, at the Emmys, actually, I think, last year. And uh, or the year before, I think it was. And you know, I think she's she was a great great addition to the cast. And uh, again, I hope uh, that kind of work. You know, it's like when you're doing it all the time and you do it every day, and people get to see you all the time. And now it's not there. It, maybe this is another way for people to re- be reminded of her work and how good she is. Um, you know, to come into a cast like that and to make an impression. Yeah. And it's not easy. You know, it's not easy to to uh, become part of the family and the group. And she did that because she's talented. <laughs> she's a good actress. And she and seemed to have done that on, on all of the soaps that she was on. So that's yeah. got to be that's a testament. A, that's tough. That's not easy. It's not easy. And, you know, Trisha Cass, I'm thrilled that she's there. I love her. love that she came back and got a nomination. I mean, there's so many good actors, and all of them, they're all good. Yeah, I will say, I will toss this out there, I watched every single... Uh, Emmy submission this year wow. and they were amazing. There wasn't Good. really anything in the bunch for any of the categories. You could be nitpicky and, and, and say, you know, oh, well, you know, the lighting could have been a little better, but everybody deserved to be nominated. This Isn't that year nice? Basically. What a nice way to, to have a nice evening and cool. celebrate the, the industry. And I hope it's, you know, I want people to have fun and, and, I'm sure there's a lot of sadness, you know, there's going to be a lot of sadness in the room. And, and, but for that moment, you know, for that night, just have fun, enjoy it. It's, a, it's celebrating the, the, the genre as it should be celebrated. And I'm thrilled that they're producing it and CBS is airing it. And I hope it does really well in the ratings. I hope everybody's got to watch yes. uh, and keep those numbers up because that's, that's the only power the fans have is to, to support, and I find them, as always, to be incredibly supportive. And um, their voice needs to be heard. You know, their voice is a loud one. And look, I know that the fan base is tremendous. I know that. I mean, uh, I know it on a daily basis because I meet people that watch the show or used to watch the show. Um, and then in the Netherlands, it was like you know we we're rock stars. You know, we were over there in January. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And the sadness that's there just knowing the show's ending was you could just feel it in the air. It was, Mm. it was, it was amazing. It was like going back in time for me and, and I appreciated every second of it. It was so nice to have a, um, a goodbye of as the world turns, even though it was out of the country. Um, (laughs) It was, if I had to travel for it, I was going to get it. And I did. And it was, it was the best send off that I could have ever asked for because the people were so kind to us. 
I'm on a tangent right now, as you can notice. I'm kind of going no, on that's, a tangent. No, that's um, I fine. That. I could tell that you're obviously you're so passionate about it. And you mentioned that it really is important to make this year's Emmys as positive and, and celebrate daytime as much as possible, which uh, I guess leads us to there's something going on. You have a new yes. project. There's something you're doing at the daytime Emmys that I know everyone is tuned in waiting to hear what you're doing. Yes. Well, I will be hosting the red carpet. I will be on the red carpet hosting for Silk Central uh, with you. I know you'll be there cheering me on and helping me, and, and uh, we are going to have so much fun. We're going to do some backstage stuff. We're going to be doing some one-on-one interviews. Uh, I'm so excited because I do know everybody in daytime pretty much. You know, some of the young people, some of the young people, might, I, I might be, I might need your help, you know, some of the newcomers, but... Um, it, the beauty of being able to ask your friends questions, you get really fun answers. You know, you know you're going to get some fun answers from your people. And between Gene Cooper or who, you know, so many people, Michelle Stafford, and uh, I can go, I can go on and on. But I know that it will be you will get some fantastic interviews. And and I have some plans. I have some fun oh. little side tips on the side to do to make the uh, my, my pit stop on the red carpet to be the best and most fun. Okay. Very yeah. nice. Yep. Okay. And I, it's all Vegas themed. And um, I'm guessing there might be, some people might have had a couple of cocktails before they come down the red carpet. Not um, really. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not that I have ever done that. Ever. Um, but if past situations have, have will be repeated, uh, nothing but fun times will be had on that red carpet, and I will be looking forward to it. We'll have some fun. I'm looking laugh. forward to it. Uh, it's of course I'm looking forward to being there with you. It's going to be uh, powered by Voice America and Voice America TV. There That's will be right. there will be video. There will be uh, we'll have folks dropping by here on Soap Central Live in the future and after the Emmys. We've got all kinds of fun stuff, and uh, I thought about the same thing after doing the red carpets now for. 11 years or 12 years or so, uh, the first thing I thought of is people may not have their three-second filter with you like they would with me. Right. This is true. No, no filter, baby. We're going, this is, this is, this is like, let's, you're going to hear everything, I think. And, and I want it to be, uh, people want to hear people's opinions and, and it's okay to say what you feel. I mean, I know it's, I know it's show business and you have to kind of like, Play, play that part sometimes, but it's okay to be passionate about something. It's okay to have an opinion about something. Um, and why not say it? I mean, maybe I'm in the point in my life where I'm just like, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Is it the time? You'll know by the answers. You know, some people might not be ready to to speak what's on their mind. They might, may, or still be adjusting to the changes that are coming in their lives. You know, when shows go off the air and you're not working on a daily basis, your life changes tremendously. And I've lived that. And, mm. and I can relate or share my stories with people that are either, A, not on the show anymore or looking to not have a show anymore or a home. Um, you know, we can talk about that. We can talk about what do you do after a show that you've been on for X amount of years is gone. And what does that mean? How does it make you feel? I could talk about that. You know, we're not going to have a lot of those kind of melancholy moments, but I want to be inspirational to say, look, yes, shows goes off of the air, life changes, you got to change, you gotta, your life is going to change, you have to change with it. 
can't be stuck in the past. You got to move on and find new things, re- reinvent yourself. You know, I was on the same show for my whole life, and when that was over, I really started looking at who I wanted to be now. You know, who was it? Who was I if I wasn't Lily? You know, what was I? Other than, of course, mother and all those, the best roles in your life for you being in your family. But as an individual, you, you're going to discover who you are without that daily pace and the regular job. Um, and it can be extremely scary and fun and wonderful and exhilarating and it's going to be all those things. So we'll talk about that, you know, and certain people will want to talk about that and others won't, and that's okay. They, they, please stop by and um, share some fun. Have some fun. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have a good time. You know, I'm all about fun. That's like I'm, 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 I'm fun. I'm middle, my middle name is fun, and uh, people know that about me. Um, and when they come to my little corner there, my two feet by three feet, we'll make sure we have some fun and laugh and and uh, toast daytime, because that's what it deserves. It is an oasis on the red carpet. It will be the hot spot. It will be the place to be. Uh, we, will, we will get as many people as we can, and I'm so looking forward to, uh, to doing this with you, so I'm so thank glad you. that you're going to be a part of this. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, thank you for having me. It's really going to be fun. We have about three minutes in this okay. segment, so I wanted to uh, quickly get, what do you think it's going to be like being on the other side of that microphone? You know, I've done it minimally in my life, but I have always wanted to do it. It's something that I've always had a desire to do. I, I'm a talker, if you couldn't tell that already. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm like, I'm a huge Kelly Ripa fan, and I love how she can balance her own uh, life with interviewing someone and making it about them, because that's the, the balance is that, you know, as an actor – you tend to be, it's about you, you and your work. And, but when you're interviewing people, it's not about you. It's about them. It's, it's talking to them on, about what they want to talk about, what interests them, knowing them well enough to ask the right questions. And you've got to wing it. You gotta, it's, it's, uh, it's challenging. And I love a challenge. To me, at this point in my life, bring it on. Let's, let's, uh, let's see where it goes. And, again, it's a, it's a friendly group. I know a lot of the people, so it's not like it's a stranger. It's like talking to your friends in the living room. That's how I want it to be. I want it to be where people feel comfortable um, and smile um, mm-hmm. and walk, walk away feeling like they, you know, said something that made them feel good or made a, f- a fan feel good. Or uh, Fans need that right now. You know, they need to hear from the artists and know that, that we have their back. You know, we, right. we support the fans. We want them to have shows to see and content to be, uh, scripted content to be watched. Um, and that will happen. I mean, I, I mean I'm, that's my mission as a producer is to c- create more projects that will um, feed the audience. You know, I, I want to do that. And whether it's Gotham or something new or more projects or other people's projects, I'm continuing to work on that so we can, um, you know, the fans have somewhere to go. Because I feel the same way. You know, I'm, I'm a fan first. Always. Always have been. Um, so I want it to continue. Well, we could continue talking for a whole bunch more, I'm sure. But we're going to save it for the red carpet. Martha, I, I want to thank you for dropping by. Uh, everybody out there, of course, check us out on the red carpet. Martha will be there. I'll be somewhere floating around, too. But for now, stay tuned. I'll be back with Hillary B. Smith on the other side of this commercial. Stay tuned for more of Soap Central Live.
Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Soap Central Live. I want to, of course, again, thank Martha Byrne for stopping by in the last segment. And I'm so looking forward to working with her on the red carpet at the daytime Emmys. Now, I talked to Hillary B. Smith earlier today because of the Memorial Day vacation and, and long weekend. One Life to Live is actually taping like crazy so they can have off all of next week. So Hillary wasn't able to be here live. But we talked just a bit ago, and I'm going to play that interview for you right now. Take a listen. Hello. Hello, Dan. Hi, Hillary. How are you today? I'm very well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, it's always a great way to kick off a weekend when I have a chance to talk to you, so that helps a lot. <laughs> Thank you. So let's look at this here. The last time you were here, it seemed like maybe Bo and Nora would be finally able to have a happily ever after, but now May Sweeps has come along and things aren't so happy anymore. What's going on? Oh, it's not so good. Well, you know, we have this boy and Matthew and and Bo's brother, that damn Flint, you know, stirred up a whole bunch of stuff and and arranged to have me kidnapped and arranged to have Bo seduced and Matthew walked in and saw it and you know, all in all, all in all it was just a terrible, terrible thing that happened. 
And now, you know, and then it, it led Matthew to killing Eddie Ford. And just when we thought that, you know, we could ha- have to settle down and deal with this, he collapses on us. And we, we get him to the hospital, and, and now we're in dire straits again. Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, on the on today's show, at the end of the show, uh, Noah and Bo, uh, Nora and Bo are, are waiting, and there's an update coming on Matthew's surgery, and that's how today's show ended. And I know probably everybody out there is, is screaming at their, their television sets, not wanting to wait until next week to find out what happens. Yeah, it's uh, all I'll say is, uh, it, it's a it's a it's a fraught week ahead. <laughs> oh gosh, Hillary! Now I'm... it's a fraught week ahead. It's it's there's some really wonderful work that that takes place, and and um, the scenes are really really well written, and um, you know it's just it's one of those it's heartbreaking, and um, it's it's the kind of stuff you watch soaps for. It's all about um, human um, spirit and, um, you know, crisis does not reveal, does not build character, it reveals it. Hmm. And when, and this is truly crisis mode, and you really kind of peel back the layers, and you see who Bo is, and you see who Nora is, and you see who Bo and Nora are together. And you watch them try to understand uh, what has happened understand why it happened, and then try to wrap their minds around what it is they can do. And, and this sort of hopeless feeling that happens when your child is in danger, and he's in danger. Well, I, I think that's really important to note, because there's been so much hubbub about reality television is the hot thing, but reality isn't always uh, celebrities dancing or cooking or weight loss or, or whatever. This is a storyline that unfortunately, really does affect people in the real world, probably maybe more often than we would like it to be that way. Listen, we've, you know, we've just watched tornadoes come ripping through the heartland of this country in Alabama and Missouri and Indiana and, you know, all through the... And this is the kind of... And your heart breaks for these people who you don't even know. Imagine if you knew these people and you loved them the way people love Bo and Nora. And as long as they've, you know, they've known Bo and Nora together for 20 years. And this is their child. And so this is even more heartbreaking. I mean, really, to be perfectly honest, who needs reality TV? We have the news. Mm-hmm. And then we have good story like One Life to Live. I have become a softie in my old age, Hillary. So I have to ask, this storyline is going to have me uh, reaching for the tissues, isn't it? Well... I'm not a person who likes to cry, and that's why you very rarely see Nora cry. Um, she's much more of a, I'm not going to succumb to this, I'm going to rise above this, when she is as distraught as she can be, when she feels that there's no way out. I think that's when she has been reduced to tears. This is a very teary time. I have to ask you then, in the 16 years or so that I've been doing interviews, I've found out that actors... They all seem to have a different technique for how they employ uh, and where they go to for these emotional scenes. So where do you go? What do you draw from to get to that place? I, I, I am one of those people who can't kill off animals or kill off my family members to get someplace 
there's there's enough tragedy in the storyline, and, and if it's well written, it brings you, it, it moves you, it moves me. This was this whole storyline moved me. I I have um, both Woods and I have lived long enough that we have had situations with our children, um, which have rendered us humbled and um, helpless. And I don't think you need to go any farther than that when you're talking about your own child. And the beauty of it is that, you know, Eddie uh, Alderson has been playing Matthew now since he was two, three years old. He is our son. Hmm. And um, then to to place that, him in that place, it hmm. was, you know, you didn't have to go anywhere but just be there. Yeah, uh, it, it's been really an emotional build-up, and I think that it should be noted for anybody who maybe isn't quite up on what's going on, there's going to be an encore episode of One Life to Live on Memorial Day, and it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, Bo and Nora deciding if Matthew should turn himself in or come clean about killing uh, Eddie, so that'll be a great way for everybody to get caught up before everything picks up on Tuesday. Yes, because that's what happens. I mean, they're dealing with one crisis that has really been so... You know, it's been it's been brewing for almost a year. Clint's whole vengeance. It's been brewing for almost a year, and then on top of that, to have it, it, you know, all of this machinations that Clint has been doing lead to their son in an irrevocable position of he's murdered somebody. And what do they do? Here they are. They are justice. I mean, I think Nora says that one line. We we are justice. You know, and uh, and then to have this happen, which they have no control over, is it has really pulled the rug out beneath them. It's, it's very tough. And as uh, you use the word uh, machinations, as much as Clint is giving everyone a hard time, it's, it's so enjoyable to watch uh, Jerry Verdorn do all of this crazy madness to everybody on screen. Isn't he spectacular? He really is. You know, and, and then add that to, you know, now he's been rendered, you know, uh, he's basically been handed a death sentence, and he steps up and and confesses to everything. Yeah, you know, so that that's now he's 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 he stepped up and and you know and is, and is taking responsibility for everything. And just as he does that, that's when Matthew collapses and goes through this. So it's, they have a moment of a deep, of a breath, and then whammo, back into this. And I don't think it's coincidence that there is illness next to illness. And I'll just say that. Ooh, it's going to be juicy. I can't wait for next week uh, <laughs> to see how everything plays out, even if it is going to be, uh, you know, a, a sad moment uh, to, to watch everything play out over the week. Yeah, it's it's very much character-driven stuff. It's all about It's all about these people. It's all about... Their love, it's all about their anguish, it's all about, you know, how to decide. It's, you watch these people at the very core and who they are. Well, transitioning to something a little happier, it's actually a lot happier than that. I have to tell you that you are still the reigning champ on our $250 soap pyramid. Uh, so yes. Looks, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was a great reaction. Yes. that's wonderful so you are still very much in the running to come back for the $2,500 tournament of champions at the end of the year that's got to be really good for your charity 
Oh, fabulous. That's excellent. Thank you so much. Hey, it, I was just given clues. You're the one who got them, so that that's uh, congratulations to you. Well, we're, we're trying to raise a lot of money. We've, we've been sort of stepping up what we're doing, and we've been helping a lot more. So our, our fund is depleting, and we um, actually, I'm, um, Robert Woods is, is uh, donated a phone call. So that is on the auction block, a phone call with Robert S. Woods. That is one of those once-in-a-lifetime chances for fans out there. Truly a once-in-a-lifetime chance. Truly a once-in-a-lifetime chance. And they can I go owe to, him big for this. They can go to the uh, the official website. I'm, I'm assuming that's where the auction is going to be. Um, it is. I think it's live streaming to the to the website. It's also on eBay. Okay, good. I'll make sure that everybody out there gets the links and the information because I'm I'm sure people will be lined up to place a bid for that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And quickly, since we're talking about people lining up, it makes me think of the red carpet. So I have to ask: uh, Are you planning to go to the daytime Emmys this year? I will be there. Oh, you say I actually asked if I could go because it's it's too it's our last you know it's the shows it's not the shows last because we'll be eligible next year mm-hmm. but you know to be able to go with my cast you know and um, will be the last time pretty much and and um, also to um, I was. I got a very nice invitation from Susan Flannery to come and have lunch with all the divas. And, and I just thought, you know what? I want to. I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to see a lot of my West Coast counterparts and uh, some of the East Coast girls that, you know, this shows unfortunately are no longer on. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I, it's time. I want to go and celebrate the number of years I've been in this business and, and celebrate the 20 years that I've been on One Life to Live with, you know, my other counterpoints. So. This, I will be there. This lunch, the, the, the ladies who lunch, the, the nominees luncheon, it sounds like it is an amazing time. This has been a tradition for a couple of years where all the lead actress nominees go and, and then some. Uh, have you been to one of them before? Yes. Um, I thought so. In 2000. Yeah, in the year 2000, um, I was nominated. Um, and I think that was the – well, she had it maybe one other time, but Susan – you know that I, we were all so humbled because she was flying in from out of town and she threw the uh, the luncheon, which was really fun on our pouring pouring Saturday. But we all went schlepping off and had a great time. And that went, why aren't we doing this all the time? Yeah, it's, uh, it's you know you never get to hang out with all the other girls, and there really are the most fabulous bunch of women on daytime. And the nominees this year in that category, which of course Susan Flannery is one of them, uh, it's 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 a great year. Actually, it's a great year all around. I watched all of the Emmy submissions this year. Uh, one Life to Live has 12 daytime Emmy nominations this year. Uh, Brie Williamson, Brian Kerwin, uh, the directing, and there's a whole bunch of uh, behind the scenes nominations. So this is it's I'm sure it's bittersweet, but there's certainly a lot to be proud of at One Life to Live. Yes, I, I think that we deserved a lot more uh, nominations across the board, but we didn't get them. Um, I think that I think that people were just scared of us. They thought we'd just walk off with everything. So, they, you know, that's what I think happened. <laughs> I think there's a lot of fans who feel that way, too, where they, they uh, undoubtedly feel that One Life to Live is the best daytime program. So outside of their, their loyalty, the, of course, there are a lot of fans who were upset that a lot of their favorites didn't get nominations. But... On a much more trivial level, 
Do you have a, do you have a dress picked out yet, or have we not gotten that? Far? I don't, but I have an idea of what I want to wear, so I have to now go find it. And that's the worst thing to do is when you have something in mind and then you have to go looking for that. But I will guarantee you that it will be short. Oh. And it will be it's Las Vegas in June. Rare. Hello. And it will be fun. Okay. And comfortable. It's going to be short, comfortable, and fun. Those are my requirements. Okay. Well, you have to definitely hunt us down on the red carpet. I'm going to be co-hosting our red carpet ceremony with Martha Byrne this year. So you have to come. Excellent. You have to come and track us down and uh, and model this short June Las Vegas outfit for us. I yeah. Well, we'll see. Watch. It'll be long and it'll be made of wool. (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh that would be, oh I just realized I have one more question for you and she would hunt me down if I didn't ask this my mom has recently started watching One Life to Live uh, there's it, timing for you yeah, yeah really uh, she decided that when uh, the news came out in April she decided that she was going to make sure that she tuned into All My Children and One Life to Live Every day for as long as they'll be with us. So she had a question. Oh, good for her. Thank you. She had a question for you. And actually, she's been trying to sort of widget her way into the show ever since I had her on as a guest. But her question for you is, what do you think will be Nora's legacy on One Life to Live? My mom is surprisingly deep. I I don't know where that came from. I expected something uh, a little more simple. Well, he was... He's been, the, uh, you know, a Jewish character. I think that was uh, uh, something that uh, resonated with a lot, a lot, a lot of fans. I think she was a woman who, who was independent and didn't need a man, but found one, and therefore um, that relationship was really so special because it was about two independent people who just loved each other. Um Smart and feisty, but I think that's what it was. I think she was an independent, strong-willed woman who who you watched fall in love with someone so totally and completely, and I think that's enviable. So I, I'd say uh, her legacy is being a passionate, um, passionate, that she's passionate about everything that she does, and I think that's important in life. I think it doesn't matter what you do, as long as what you do, you do with passion. Um, and you be the best at it that you can be for yourself. And And I think think that that would be a good legacy. I'd be proud if that was the legacy that Nora left. And I mean being a mother, being a a lawyer, being a wife, being a lover, being a friend. I think that she she attacks life with passion, and I think that's the most important thing anyone can do. I think that's a great message, and I think that's a great way to end up for the interview for today. Great. Oh, Jan, thank you. And yes, for the pyramid. I love that. <laughs> I have to make the next, the, the Tournament of Champions round a little harder because you made it look easy to the point where people thought we actually had talked beforehand and given you the answers. And I said, no, this is just a lady who knows her stuff. I didn't say stuff, but it's, you, you know your stuff. Who did I miss? I did miss somebody. There was one. Uh, you struggled with Emmett Smith, but I. Think I got Emmett Smith in the last right minute. The, the last one I didn't get. 
but I, 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 tr- I don't remember. I, I just remember you went through them left and right and thinking, wow, these are going to be too easy. People are, are, are going to think that uh, you know, I need to make them harder. But no, you, you knocked it out of the park, and now I'm, uh, I'm coming up with some tough ones <laughs> for the final. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yikes, i got to brush up on my sports, I guess. No, I, well, I don't know what the categories are going to be, but yeah, that'll be... Uh, It'll be interesting. It'll be more towards the end of the year. We'll set that up, and you can come back and uh, win some more money for your charity. Yay. Thank you so much, Dan. Thank Absolutely. you, and thank you for all your support of soap operas. Uh, we just really, really appreciate it. And um, how exciting that there's a there's now a uh, category for um, web series, huh? I know. Uh, I think that it's it's interesting to have that recognition. There seem to be... A couple of different categories that have popped up over the past couple of years. There was uh, last year there was one for stunt coordination. I don't know if it's there, but I like that they're giving the recognition to these web soaps, particularly Venice and Gotham. So uh, yeah, I was so excited. I was very proud of Martha Byrne and Crystal Chappelle. I thought and Kim Teresi. I just thought, yeah, go, that's it, go, girl. It's because soap fans, of course, they they love the fact that their their favorite soap stars are involved in these projects, but it does show that I guess all of these years of experience of, of having been on soaps, it can be used to a positive. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. plenty of, of good stuff and good material out there on the web. Not just another pretty face is what we like to say. Right. Well, you've you've all got pretty faces as well, so don't knock that either. No, but not just another pretty face. Martha <laughs> Byrne and Crystal Chappelle. You know, there's, a, there's there's stuff going on between the ears there. Yeah, I'm very proud of them. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking some time out. I'm looking forward in, it's not even a month anymore, to seeing you on the red carpet, uh, finding out what's going on, and, of course, to seeing One Life to Live up on stage at some point, winning some Emmys. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. That would be very nice. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Hillary. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Of course, everybody, tune in to One Life to Live every weekday on ABC. Check your local listings for the time and station in your area. I also want to thank Martha Byrne for dropping by. I'm so looking forward to working with her on the red carpet. And be sure to check out all of our exciting Emmy coverage at SoapCentral.com slash Emmys. You can find out the nominees, all that other good stuff, what clips have been submitted. Uh, but before we go, I do want to take just a quick moment to acknowledge all of the folks out there who have had their lives changed by tornadoes and other dramatic weather. Our thoughts and prayers are with them. And if there is anything that we can do, we are going to set up a soap pyramid and possibly raise some money to give to those victims who've had their lives just devastated. Uh, Not exactly a happy note to end the show, but I do want to make sure that everyone knows that we're thinking of them out there. Next week, we're going to have more Emmy coverage here on Soap Central Live, so stay tuned every Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, for another edition of Soap Central Live.
Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.